It's Monday. It's morning. And it's your boy, Macabre. Um, my boy. My boy. Uh, welcome to Monday Morning Macabre. Uh, another, another hot episode coming at you uh, that will be Dude. released on Monday as opposed to <laughs> like yesterday when I realized I didn't hit publish on the episode. That's a bit of an oopsie whoopsie on our part, listener. Listen. Oopsies happen, whoopsies happen, and sometimes you get lucky, and oopsie whoopsies happen. We actually have so much respect and admiration for moms out there that yeah, we, we decided to drop it on Mother's Day. <laughs> we said, we got to hold this one. This hold one, up. Hold up. Have we thought about the moms? We, we have not thought about the moms enough on this show. And as a as somebody who knows a mom closely... Uh, Oh, yeah. Tell Jaybird I said it. Happy Mother's Day. Oh, I will. She'll be like, oh, that beautiful boy. Um, did you do anything special for Mother's Day? Beautiful 100-year-old baby boy. Uh, <laughs> I... No, nah, I just got breakfast with my mom. Classic stuff. Classic stuff. Helped her do some stuff around the house. Eggs Benny? Dude, no, dude. That's something like a captain in a Civil War would order, dude. <laughs> nah, it was uh, some, a dick, some, but he's like, nice now. Big... We... <laughs> Like this from this bakery, these like giant blueberry muffins that have cream cheese in the middle. And oh, they're fucking amazing! That's interesting. Yeah, they they uh they it's basically cake. Yeah, it sounds sounds yummy. Would you say that they okay? Would you say they slap? I'll I'll start simple. Yeah, I'd he, give them a slap. He admits it. Uh cool. I if this uh, is a safe space. I'd say yeah, 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 yeah. So this is a yeah. big this is a big week for the Dars because it's. Mother's Day, my wife's 30th birthday, Sheesh. and our anniversary. <laughs> in, oh, like, man, you guys get them all span. out of the way at one yeah. point, huh? And uh, then is it your birthday is like right around Valentine's Day, so you guys just bunch and crunch, dude. Yeah, we, we actually, Nestle was, they hit us up back in like 98. Oh, man. And they're like, hey, you guys got a product idea? <laughs> and we're hey, like, do, do we ever? Shit, dude. <laughs> bunch of crunch, baby. Um, so, yeah, so... It's we're going down to uh, a little vacation spot uh, today, and we're gonna be. It's kind of like a kind of everything combined celebration. Um, nice. I always forget Jenny's like a, a smidge older than me. Yeah, she's so old. You know, that's what you're trying to say, isn't it? You're trying <laughs> no, I'm to say she comes off youthful. I'm surprised oh, every time she she is. You know, that's what I say. I say you look everyone. What I like you still to do, have so much hope in your eyes. Well, every time it's her birthday, I like to tell the waitress or the you know the waiter or the waitress at the restaurant. I'm like, just so you know, it's my wife's 18th birthday today, and they get like so excited. <laughs> they think it's so. They cool. call people. <laughs> yeah, everyone comes over to the table. <laughs> it always causes a stir. Yeah, it causes a big scene, and I'm like, you know, hey, it's your birthday. Don't you want that's like a, everyone? That's to... a great joke for television. Like a guy who's trying <laughs> yeah. to make his wife feel younger. <laughs> She just turned 18. Everyone's like, yo, God. Um, so, yeah. So, that's the uh, super fun uh, Adventures of Darce this week. Um, wow. Yeah. Pretty sick. Uh, the Celtics are the balls, it appears. They are. They're back. They're the balls. <laughs> we always cover local sports <laughs> at the beginning of the show and what's Dude, going they, on. I was, I was sweating there, but then they ended up being the balls. So. And then it'd be, yeah. I mean, for no other reason. Uh, so that's good. Fantastic. And, uh, anything else interesting happen to you this week, Sconey? Do we have any other? Uh, juicy... I fucked up my back. <gasps> How'd you do it? Uh, carrying I was... the team. 
at yes as always no i was at the gym and i was like oh that feels a little weird and then i went home and i slept and the next morning i was uh, like that's, that's more than weird yeah you don't that's why i don't sleep i don't want that i it, yeah it, the ghouls catch up to you when you're not moving <laughs> It's the cousin of death. Yeah, honestly. Uh, and then our buddy asked me to be his best man. So what? Wait, who? I didn't know this. Darus. Whoa, poggers.com backslash sheesh. So that's pretty rad. That's uh, cool. What else happened in my life? Oh, uh, also fuck him. Celtics fuck Darius. <laughs> hurt my back. Oh yeah, fuck Darius. <laughs> but I'll be your best man. <laughs> it's really funny that the that guy joke. that we said fuck Darius about yeah, in like season him. one every episode turned yeah, out to he's be. he's a simp. <laughs> yeah, honestly, dude, he's just trying to, you know, get some of the that get that Monday morning cop bump. And then, uh, my day's day, Celtics of the balls hurt my back. Hey, no, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good summary of the scones week, dude. Oh, and it's hot as fuck, and uh, there's pollen everywhere. Yeah, uh, I'm starting to get a little sick. My son sounds like a RoboCop. Uh, I don't know what that means, but I think people get the idea. Uh, pre-crime? A lot of pre-crime talk <laughs> in the house. Um, so, yeah, that's a lot of pollen. Is that RoboCop? Am I thinking of a different movie? I don't know. say pre-crime movie? You say pre-crime? Oh, the one where he's like, we can detect when it's going to happen or whatever? Yeah, but then like the ethics of that. I think that's, that's like RoboCop. the government today. <laughs> like a Minority think- Report? Uh, what I honestly don't that? know. I know what you're talking about, but I don't know the okay. difference. Uh, users, write in. Uh, Chat GPT. Who's oh, that? when I say users, <laughs> listeners, yeah, write users. in. Sorry, users of our podcast. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's the uh, that's the stuff, hostess, and um, I mean, I got I got something interesting to talk about this week. If we want to, you know. I would love that. The only other thing I'm anxious about is uh-huh. I turned on my computer <laughs> this, this morning, and it was humming like a car. <laughs> okay. I was like, that's not great, and I forgot to put well, gas in my say, computer. You make my gasoline for you. Exactly. Like, it sounded like one of your hot cars, <laughs> Phil. <laughs> exactly like that. I'm not even kidding. Exactly <laughs> like that. Um, I was like, that's a computer, though. Phil, do you have? Do you own a computer? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I Great. barely caught that. <laughs> I think he said I own a PC, but it came oh, okay. out like not a Mac. He's not a Mac guy. No, are you? Yeah, are you, are you PC only? Or are you just? Yeah, yeah, I don't. I like the customization of the PC. I was gonna say, Phil seems like the kind of guy who likes to yeah, rip it hot rod, juice kinda. it up. Yeah, inside. exactly. Yeah. He likes to put he puts a Hemi in that bad boy. He, his thing's water cooled for sure. <laughs> uh, anyway, today scones. Yeah, we're talking, we're talking about a little sweetie patiti named the Mongolian death worm. Ew. Ew. Starring Timothy Chalamet. Starring Tim Allen. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, band. <laughs> please, please get us out of here. So, Mongolian Deathworm. Yes. This is a This is my one of my favorite episodes of SpongeBob. One of my favorite kind <laughs> one of my, Yeah. One of my favorite kind of deathworms. Uh 
Maybe top Dude, okay. three. Top top three worms. Top in, three worms. In, in movie okay. uh, or real life. Tremors Go. worms uh, coming in at number one spot. That's a great one. Yeah. Good job. Uh, thank you so much. Number two, uh, 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 Toby Keith. Number three, the Mongolian death worm. <laughs> yeah. We got them. Okay. Mine are, uh, okay, number one are those giant black and white worms from Beetlejuice. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Ooh, that should be number two. Toby Keith's got to take a backseat. Two is the species of ribbon worm in the ocean that uh, fence each other with their penises. Um, okay. The bro worms. Well, they, they have both male and female organs, so they fight with their penises, and then the winner gets to be the male, and the loser has to be the female. Yeah. In the Same. interaction there. Google it. I'm not making Google that up. <laughs> um, and then third has got to be Dennis Rodman, the worm. Oh, the worm. Um, okay, great. I'm glad we've gone through that. This is an Dune, Dune notably left out. <laughs> Absolute yeah. snub of I don't know uh, what Dune is. That sounds like a what is that like? One of these newfangled movies? I haven't seen that. Dune and the Sarlacc Pit both got left out. Dude, I mean, you go to a desert planet called Arrakis. You expect me to pay attention? Boo, uh, <laughs> boo, I'm boo. They're not the balls. I am kind of sick of Star Wars deserts. Every show they make is takes it's place just in Tatooine. And yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I'm like, all right, are we Basically. gonna leave? There's like the whole point of the show but is wait. that there's amazing it, places to go it gets interesting because there's junkers and you're like okay <gasps> this is not you're still this is all the old same. rusty robots Whoa. <laughs> uh so this is an all that's interesting article by natasha ishak yes yes natasha ishak herself dude um meet the mongolian death worm the yeah cryptid. i'm trying okay well let me fucking introduce you <laughs> let me in the, the cryptid arm with spikes venom and electric shocks Pretty pretty cool arsenal spikes, of weapons. Venom. And electric, electric shocks. Shock. Spikes. Venom. Electric and shocks. Electric shocks. Though it has never been photographed, people True. keep reporting sightings of the five foot death worm lurking in the Gobi Desert. 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 Dude, whatever. I I'm rarely photographed. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's no <laughs> big deal. I'm not I'm I lurk. It's whatever, dude. According to sightings, the Mongolian death worm is a long, sausage-like sandworm. Which, amen to that. Dark. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be me at the beach this summer, baby. Yeah, I'm gonna get arrested, and the police report's gonna read a long sausage-like be... sandworm was <laughs> <laughs> keeps burying himself under the sand and catching seagulls. Dark, dark red in color, with spikes jutting out of both ends of its shapeless body. Using venomous spit strong enough to corrode metal or electric shocks powerful enough to kill an adult human, these alleged deadly worms are said to live below the sands of the Gobi Desert. Dude, they gave it so many weapons. Yeah. They being God. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> Thanks Jesus, a lot. Jesus. Making Mongolian death worms. <laughs> Where's your God's plan yeah. for that? So on, the, on the seventh day, there was a little more than just rest, baby. I'd love to hear the Pope try to explain these. <laughs> Legends circulate freely about these monstrous worms, but no one has ever come forward with proof of seeing them firsthand. This is the true story behind the rumored Mongolian death worm, death worm, death, death worm, death worm. I knew you were going to do I, It called for it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, of course. Same wavelength, dude. Let's get this. This episode's going to be get sick. It. It's going to be pissed. We got a great <laughs> one for you tonight. We got a great shot of you tonight. The Mongolian death worm 
is an infamous yes. creature whose legend lives in secondhand accounts that have been passed down for generations. Mongolians' nomadic tribes called it Algoi Korkoi, which translate rough to, roughly to intestine worm. Due to its it's a alleged, good name. Yeah. Algoi Korkoi is Al- the one. <laughs> Hi, I'm Algoi <laughs> That's to me. I'm very much not an alien. <laughs> I'm, I'm just a human guy. I'm a local vacuum salesman. Algoi Horgoi. <laughs> <laughs> Let's drink water and eat carbon. <laughs> Due to its alleged resemblance to the inside of a cow. So, very cool. The worm like creature with blood red skin is said to reach up to five feet in length. Blood red skin makes it very much scarier to me i don't yeah. know why i pictured yeah. it like a gro- like a pink brown color no like no no it's worm. red it's red with like scary teeth that's pretty scary yeah <laughs> it's a good descriptor of the teeth but it is nothing like your average worm the mongolian death worm is believed to possess some distinctly terrifying features as british biologist carl Schuker noted of the legendary creature in the book the unexplained an illustrated guide to the world's natural and paranormal mysteries Oh Mon- man, illustrated? Yeah, it's That's illustrated. My kind of There's book, pictures. Baby. It's actually well, you might like the special edition, the unexplained and illustrated slash pop up guide to the world's oh, natural. Hell yeah. Book. Yeah. So you might can it pre- can it have like that small piece of electronics on the right hand side where I press the button <laughs> and yeah, it makes can have the that. noise of also, the creature. Also the front is holographic and it's a snowman yep. then a scary snowman. <laughs> and it has to run out of batteries like the second time I use it. Okay. All right, we're, I think we figured it out. Books sound <laughs> let me, sick. Let me hit up a supplier right, and we'll get this surprise. It's going to win a Caldecott for sure. The Mongolian deathworm is believed to possess spike-like, spike-like projections at both ends of its body. It is also said to have formidable ways of attacking humans or other animals. The worm can purportedly spit corrosive venom or shoot out a powerful shock electrocuting its victim. How do you well, think the worm decides? I think it's yeah. Do you it's think like, it's a coin? Fuck up this horse today. <laughs> <laughs> Legend has it that these terrifying creatures spend most of their time hidden underneath the sandy dunes of the Gobi Desert, but they often surface during the wetter months of June and July. If a local should happen upon this creature, they know to steer clear. Yeah, you don't have to tell me to steer clear of this thing. If I see a five foot worm shooting at him, and like, <laughs> hey, I've been around. Okay, see that giant worm with spikes? <laughs> yeah, you're gonna want to avoid it. You don't uh, want to avoid it because it's either going to try to cook you in acid like ceviche, <laughs> or it's going to try to electrocute you like a like a fucking air like fryer, sh- dude. So dude. stay out of there. <laughs> the Mongolian deathworm, for all the stories of its deadly projectile and grisly appearance, has to this day never been photographed, but not due to lack of effort. Curious re- researchers and intrepid adventurers have combed the Gobi Desert in search of the legendary creature. Dude, Most fam- we need a travel channel show. I'll keep yeah. saying it, dude. Find the de- need- finding Deathworm. One of you listeners is, has an uncle <laughs> that works dude. at the Travel Channel or <laughs> Nat Geo or something or Discovery. Listen. It needs to give us a, a travel around the world. We'll We've give got- Darce, like a ton of anesthetics to get on those planes. Yeah. And we will just fucking I hate them. find these. Baby, we awesome got real, things. real deathworms of the Gobi Desert. Come on. That would be sick. Be sick. Sick. So, curious researchers and trepid adventurers have combed the Gobi Desert in search of the legendary creature, most famously Czech cryptozoologist Ivan McCurl, one of the foremost oh. investigators of the mysterious animal. Traveled I to Mongolia. Yeah, McCurl, not what about like Goigi Korgo or whatever his name was? 
Oh, yeah, all of them. All, all the above. Them. Uh, he traveled to Mongolia three times in search of the worm in 1990, 1992, and 2004. McCurl first heard of the death worms as a boy from the work of paleontologist Ivan Yefremov. Of course. In, of course, as we all know. We've all read Yefremov's, Yefremov's Bible. In college, after he met a Mongolian student who believed in the worm, he became obsessed. Bum, bum, bum. Sounds like he had dude, a crush, dude. I wish dude. we had more weirdos like this. Yeah. Instead of, like, the people who, like, write manifestos and do, like, really scary shit, like we see here, I wish they yeah, were just, just like, go there's to... a giant worm in that <laughs> desert. Yeah, you guys want to find mole people and fight worms that spit acid? And everyone's and like, I'm like, yup. Yeah, sign me up. <laughs> Even if that's not real, today's going to be more fun than it would have been. <laughs> this is a different day. He combed through Mongolian literature to find more clues about the death worm and was finally granted permission by the government to conduct research where he was yes. in... His late 40s. I love when it goes this deep, dude. Yeah, the government's involved now, baby. I also don't know. That's a big blind spot in my education is anything about modern or even in like the last couple hundred years, Mongolia. Post, yeah. Post-Mongolian Empire Mongolia, I know nothing about. Post-Mongolia Empire Mongolia. Yeah. I Hey, you know? Hey, hey. Whoa. Hey, whoa, hey, hey. Nice <laughs> 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 Hey. Um yeah, That's I don't know a really good one you do a really good impression of that part and Just it's that amazing part. that that's all you need to know exactly. Yeah, it's an, everyone everyone's <laughs> that like is. is that Rodney? <laughs> Did Rodney just get on the on the bike? Again, we might be dating ourselves, or we might just be like comedy nerds, and people are like, "Who the fuck is we are, that?" I mean, we were kind of after Rodney Dangerfield. Yeah, but this is that Carlin thing we talked hey. about like a while ago. Remember? Yeah, that's true. Like, like kids today might not I, know who Rodney they, Dangerfield is, they or they absolutely hear his, do not know who Rodney Dangerfield is, and they listen to his comedy and be like, "That's appalling." Yeah, they're like, <laughs> oh, "This is a, this is horrible. This is incredibly like sexist, misogynistic." Like. It is, but he was really but baby, funny in Caddyshack. Yeah, he was. Hey, that was the time, man. That was what they were doing back then. And he's funny in the episode of The Simpsons where he voices Mr. Burns' long-lost son. So, I got some bad news scones. You know oh, who we no. were ragging on Dune earlier? Yeah. Uh, inspired about by... about to Dune us? Yeah, I was not the... ragging on Dune. I actually... You were saying this, this is a trash literature slash film. No, I think it's sick. And also, if you ever... If anyone here ever like watches Doom or reads Dune, you realize how much George Lucas blatantly ripped it off. Yeah, for he was Star like, Wars. "This is mine now." <laughs> like, not even. I was. I watched it. I became completely disillusioned with Star Wars. I was like, "What? All yeah. of this is just ripped off, dude." Hey, sometimes you got to rip, dude. Rip Frank Herbert should have came with his fucking big boy fists and punched uh, <laughs> Georgie Porgy. Georgie right in his pudding pie. The, right in his pudding. <laughs> Right in his pudding pie. <laughs> so it's by, David Lynch. <laughs> inspired by Frank Herbert's 1965 sci-fi novel Dune, which features giant sandworms that are attracted to rhythmic vibrations, McCurl's expedition team tried different ways to project vibrations underground during their search for the Mongolian deathworm. So they yeah. were like, hey, you know that very true novel? Let's do what they did. Um, Frank Her- Get Frank Herbert on the phone. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> This they is said he's out busy punching Georgie Porgy's pudding pie. <laughs> <laughs> one, one of the team's contraptions was a motor-generated thumping machine. <gasps> Wait. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. 
I'm checking Amazon right now. Scones, scones is like prime delivery. One of the team, yeah. So the motor generated thumping machine. Make sure you include motor generated because you don't want to oh, get I like found one, solar dude. powered thumping machine. I this found one. The gas. Mega Easy Thump, dude. <laughs> 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 today's sponsor. <laughs> oh man. And then uh, another one that's just like basically a bass drum. I mean a bass. Uh, yeah, bass drum. Sorry. That's sweet. We could. How much does the thumping machine cost? The the mega easy thump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's not listed, so I'm guessing very expensive. It's infinite money. Um, the the twelve kilovolt one is fourteen thousand dollars, oh, dude. Dude, we could be thumping for a low low payment of fourteen k. Dude, you gotta walk into the place with fifteen grand just to thump. <laughs> nuts so uh so they they bring a thumping machine yeah and what diamond watches too <laughs> god damn but alas their efforts proved fruitless and mccurl concluded that the creature must be a myth while mccurl's expeditions failed to discover sound proof of the animal they did not provide most of the modern research material related to the mongolian death or they did provide most of the modern research material related to the mongolian death worm Subsequent expeditions to hunt down the sand beast continue today. So let's talk about some theories behind the legend, Sconey. Dude, do you think like the budgeter was mad that they spent the thump on it and didn't get any? <laughs> They're like, listen, you asked our friends and family to invest in your Mongolian trip. We gave you sixteen thousand dollars. You spent fourteen of that on a thump. <laughs> Can you imagine being the Mongolian government and being like, like? Actually, considering the fact that there's yeah, somebody had to sign off on giant <laughs> killer sandworms out there, and you're like, well, that's just a problem that we as a country, like Australia, you know, has sharks and spiders, and we have giant venomous electric worms, <laughs> and we gotta learn more. And I take this as completely true. And I, the president of Mongolia, <laughs> yeah, I missed the Mongolia decree that your expedition is a go, baby. Let's see. Who's the president of Mongolia right now? G- give a guess, stars. Um, Gogo Koigi or whatever his they name is. They also was. might not be a demo- democracy. I, I cannot I pronounce his <laughs> oh, name. Wow. There's so many letters. <laughs> well, we wish him the best. But it is, he's it not is a president. Then we, then we don't like him. He um, was also a wrestler. <laughs> oh, no. We're going down a uh, death worm hole. No, I. you don't understand. I'm going to, after this, we're done recording this episode, I'm going to go learn everything about <laughs> Mongolia. Everything about modern Mongolia. All right. So, although the legend of the Mongolian death worm remains strong among locals, its existence has yet to be corroborated by physical evidence or research. Zoologist Roy Chapman Andrews was the first Westerner to re- re- Western researcher to take note of the legend. He learned about the elusive sand creature from the Mongolian officials before his pioneering expedition to document Mongolian wildlife. In his 1926 resulting book, On the Trail of Ancient Man, Andrews wrote, Then the premier asked that, if it were possible, I should capture for the Mongolian government a specimen of the Alagorhai Horhai. None of Of those present... (laughs) As you would. None of those present had ever seen the creature, but they all firmly believed in its existence and described it minutely. The premier said, yeah. If you were in the military in China Mm -hmm. and you had to fictionally invade another country, (laughs) would you rather find yourself paratrooping into 
a desert of horrifying sandworms or the yeah. Appalachian Mountains with all of its nonsense oh, and hillbillies. Oh, boy. Um, mm, I choose death worm, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> death worm over eldritch horrors and hillbillies? Yeah. I don't need, like, be like, oh, you looked at the, the lonely, like, trail boy? Well, <laughs> that's your last minute of life. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's always like some weird, like, oh, you're not allowed to make eye contact with the like, like the wear beast of the Appalachian Trail or whatever. Um, so I'll take the sandworms, which at least like I'll know they're coming because I'll see the vibrations in the sand. True. All right, right in, listener. What, so, what would you prefer if you had to pair a troop into invading <laughs> one of those countries? So this Mon- this anecdote about the Mongolian deathworm is merely a footnote in Andrew's book. Scientists dismiss cryptids like the chupacabra and the yeti as urban legends due to lack of scientific evidence. Boo. But there is a yeah, boo indeed. But there is a possibility that such a creature like the Mongolian deathworm might exist. After all, even Jane Goodall, one of the foremost primate experts in the world, said she was open to the possibility of Bigfoot. That's to amazing. Go, which Jane I didn't Good- know, but <laughs> Janie Fucking Janie's in there, dude. Janie, good. Man. And then what's her? Who's the gorillas in the mist lady? Uh, I mean, that isn't Jane Goodall the gorilla lady. What is the gorilla? No, in the so li- there's three very lady. famous female ape scientists. Jane Goodall was chimpanzees. There's one that did gorillas, and I can't remember her name. And one for orangutans. I, do, I, I do can't not remember know. the other two name, and that's I used to know. I used well, to. I used to. I somebody. used to be somebody. But uh, that's amazing that she was like, yeah, why the fuck not do it? I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I like to think they stopped her outside a grocery store. She's like, I don't fucking. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. It could be real. Why? I need to go home. (laughs) I've got four gorillas with me. Please. (laughs) Got three chimpanzees roasted in the car right now. (laughs) They're in baby seats. Turn backwards. (laughs) (laughs) Jane Goodall, great scientist, terrible mother. <laughs> That's Tonight, our comic strip. sixty minutes. Yeah, the Gobi, the Gobi Desert. That's not bad. real. Someone, no. <laughs> Jane Goodall, never hears that. Yeah, Is I hope she, she. I don't think so. Okay, Jane keep going. I'll I'll Goodall. look it up. I'll I'll fact check. Uh, we gotta have like a fact check. She, at the no, end she's of the alive. Episode. Yeah, she's eighty eight. She's eighty eight. She's good. Heck yeah! All right. The Gobi Desert is a vast region that spans a territory of 500,000 square miles of rough terrain, making the existence of undiscovered animal species very likely. Additionally, there are worm species that have been known to live in sand instead of soil, like the giant beach worm in Australia. Moreover, in worms, the circulatory system functions by absorbing oxygen through their skin and carrying it through their body, which would allow them to grow up to large sizes like the death worm's purported five-foot length. Wait, they're only five feet? Yeah, they're not like a hundred feet. Okay, that that changes everything. I mean, it still shoots venom and can electrocute. I definitely would rather pair a troop here. <laughs> I mean, yeah, electrocuting or burning to death through acid's pretty awful. But but five feet's nothing. But five. But they're not. Well, they they're not getting packs? any Tinder dates. So like, well, if there was like ten of them, I'd be like, that's horrifying. Like they just like, yeah. rip you apart. But I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it's a single them, guy. And I can square up, and I I got him beat on the low post. <laughs> like. <laughs> Um, so nobody has been able to capture photographic proof of the Mongolian deathworm, so how did the legend come to be? There are a few explanations that could be at play. The first theory is that these accounts might actually be true, but like most stories passed orally for generations, they have become greatly exaggerated. 
The Ooh. English translation of deathworm from its original Mongolian name is also misleading, and experts believe if such a creature existed, it may be a type of reptile, not a soft, wriggly worm. Either the worm lizard, which looks like a large, limbless worm that burrows underground and grows up to several feet, or a type of sand boa snake could have originally inspired the deathworm lore. No matter how the legend of the deathworm began, cryptid researchers have not given up hope that someday they will unearth it. That makes and a that, lot more sense. Yeah, that's the deathworm. Yeah, it's probably a snake or some other similar creature that back in the day they were like, yo, you ain't gonna believe this. Actually, snake also makes sense given the venom aspect. So it's like uh, the it's like the sea monster effect where these guys are probably dehydrated and overheating like sailors at sea and then they see a fish that's like five feet long but their mind's like it was 20 feet long right yeah exactly that's it's basically how all <laughs> how all legends happen is that they can't you know someone probably like guys they probably are... just saw a snake made like a high-pitched like scream and then to like and everyone was like that was embarrassing and they're like no it was a five-foot death worm <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I'm like it was just like a masculinity it's thing. All probably. guys trying to yeah, seem try tougher to... in front of women. <laughs> all of honestly, probably like eighty percent true. They yep. probably come back from their adventure and they're like, "You wouldn't believe what yeah, I saw you would out not... in the desert." Yeah, and they're like, That's "Oh it. my god, Gorgol Korgoy, whatever you are, magnificent, <laughs> you magnificent beast, you sweet sweet son of a gun." Now I like to think the worm's still out there. Spittin'. Oh, for sure. Yeah, spitting bars, cooking. <laughs> yeah, this motherfucker's spitting. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the Mongolian deathworm. Pretty interesting cryptid. I love me a good cryptid, and this is a good cryptid. All right, I got a little fact check. I'm gonna start right. doing at the end episodes, like you know how some podcasts do, like fact check or like take backs or whatever. Yeah, just be uh, the Diane Fossey is the gorillas in the mist. Ah, and then Beirut Galdikas is the female scientist. With orangutans, and those are the three, the holy trinity of primatology. <laughs> if you bring them together and they touch hands, they form oh, into one they're giant winning mecha. all championships. Yeah, big three, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Becomes like a Voltron situation where they become a giant gorilla researcher. Yeah, a giant primate super researcher. ape. <laughs> <laughs> they become Bigfoot. Holy shit, we figured it out. Oh my god, we did it. <laughs> we did it. We saw With their Bigfoot. powers combined. Yeah, no just good old be, dude. Yeah, I was gonna say she's being a little like sne- like a little kind of tease, being like, "Oh, it yeah. might exist." <laughs> I don't know. I've never seen it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's the uh, the Mongolian deathworm listeners. We hope you enjoyed the elusive deathworms uh, story here today, dude. That's if a great like, cryptid. It's solid, right? It's a good one. Um, it's no, I mean, it's not a frogman with a wizard hat, but <laughs> it's up there. No, that frogman who's like the Loveland frogman is still a top tier cryptid. Yeah, when he's he's like he tells you to wait so he can pull out his wand. Yeah, he's like you don't go anywhere. Uh, (laughs) um, But if you like what you're hearing, share it with a friend. Hit us up on Twitter, mm macabre pod, Instagram, Monday Morning Macabre, and visit mondaymorningmacabre.com for all your merch and Patreon and all that jazz. And if you like, uh, if you want, if you want to be a friendly guy or gal, give us a five star rating. We'd appreciate it. It, it helps us find more, uh, more other eyeballs to listen to. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Gotta get those eyeballs on this podcast. Yeah, we're trying to get those eyeballs to listen to. Uh, and you know, besides that, I, uh, I love you all so much. Goodbye. Goodbye. 